take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, where we may be some motherfuckers, but at least we ain't Chris Chan. <laughs> my, name, my name is Phil. With me is Frank. Yep. Mike. Yep. And Sam. Oh, Frank, don't, don't. Let, let, no. No, no, I don't want it. And we're here to talk about the slightly less degenerate world of metal and hardcore at the pit.com. Slightly. Patreon.com slash from the pit. Mike. Yo. Uh, Tom, do the thing. I was enjoying that very much. You know what? I I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Me and me and Kevin were having a whole discussion and on Twitter about whether or not you would or wouldn't like it. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm I'm willing I'm willing to give the rest of the album a shot. I thought you would like it. It, it it's I felt like it was. I felt like you would like it. I don't know how to say. Like it had that like production and the crunchiness, but it was a little dynamic. I was about to say there was a good variety of riffage there. Yeah. Different tones too. It wasn't all that same. Even though the band's name is Cave Bastard, it isn't the most rudimentary thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it it had me a little worried for a second. I'm like, oh, this is going to be really wrecked. boring. No, 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 it was not. <laughs> <laughs> that was off of the Bleak Shout Devour the Earth, that was released in 2018. They are out of Cali. 
And you nice. can get on over to cavebastard.bandcamp.com. Check that out. That I feel like I'm not going like I, I feel like Cave Bastard would be like Frank's porn name. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw that name and I was like, I didn't fucking bring this in. There was that whole I moment where I was. Where, you I, brought it in. I, I was I in checked. there. I was like, I was like, there's that whole time period. I was just bringing stuff in with Bastard in the title. <laughs> yeah. But no, it didn't come up. Frank is a bastard man. Mm hmm. So get on over and check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have a band by the name of Kalpa off of A Grand Misconception. And we're going to listen to a bit of Bystanders, Tom. <laughs> We'll go with Sludgy. We'll go with part A. I really like that part B. What exactly is that? <laughs> That's that track cuz then there's other tracks where they never necessarily lose any of the more chaotic like elements, but there's sort of melodic sections um that makes it sound a little more like melodic hardcore. Mm-hmm. So it's there was it's your modern variety. I was going to say there's <laughs> bits of that like Towards me, I was like, oh, we're getting kind of like black and hardcore vibes. And I was like, all right, we're going to the straight power violence. So this is grind. What is this? Yeah, but like, then you had that like tappy section, which is yeah. like a little more progressive-ish, which is fun. Um, I really yeah, like this. You don't you don't have to be a prog band to use tapping. Tapping's fun. Well, even with universal. like that, like there was no like this. It was like very almost it was, digital yeah, sort of sounding. Like suited. Yeah, it was, I think it was really just like slight like. Slightly overdriven guitar channel. Tap away a little. It's fun. Yeah, overdrive. Maybe just with light distortion, but I liked it. It was different. It had some 
different character to the track, which uh, you don't a lot get of a lot. Flavors. Yeah, a lot of flavors. Um, the whole album is good, is rife with fucking variety. So check it out. That's uh, that was released 2019, and they are from Athens. Mm. So get on over to Cap Kalpa K A L P A Band dot com to check that out. I, li- I like that we're the last year or so we've really been remembering to spell the names of bands it's probably a good idea yeah especially with the you know confusing names. yeah yeah some some of them i feel like we this might next one i was peeping i almost brought this next one in myself mm. well i beat you to it you did. sorry buddy <laughs> i did i did indeed Woo! i mean this was uh this was spicy mm-hmm. it's like oof we are uh, we are delving straight into the past on this one. This, uh, this, this is a this is a band that's been on my radar before. It's been been a while since I've actually heard them, but you know, I saw the name. It sounded familiar. I'm like, oh, what was this band been up to? I'm like, oh, oh, turns out they've been uh, getting really good is what they've been doing. So, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'll, I'll I'll just prove it, Tom. Prove it. y'all think what y'all think about that uh-huh. oh i was enjoying yeah. i was enjoying the riffs uh that distortion is fucking fantastic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um vocals beautiful the dynamics are dumb good yeah like yeah and yeah, look, they know how to fucking build up yeah. like yes well it's because uh you know there, there are a lot of bands who take their cues from classic bands but don't really understand how to utilize them which is unfortunate i hear that a lot of times but no, Craven Idol, Craven Idol clearly uh, very, very much understood exactly what they were drawing from because they've, oh man, they've got that, they've got that sort of reverb heavy approach of like Necrovore and Possessed, but they've also got that kind of early Morbid Angel and Slayer influence creeping in there. It's just, it's drawing from this well, and even like, I feel like there's even like a little bit of Brazilian, like early Brazilian thrash thrown into like I hear like a little bit of maybe like I don't know like sarcophago or corzis kind of that 
that really early, really early wave of like uh, Brazilian thrash metal. But yeah, it's just this, it's this gross miasma of every, every influence that uh, Craven Idol were. Oh, sorry, my cat just jumped onto my lap. Hi. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, yes, it, it's a giant conglomeration of all of their their influences, but and their inspirations. But they clearly understood every single one of them, and they managed to blend them together successfully. Do you know how fucking hard that is to do, and still like put your own spin on it at the same time? Oh God, it's really fucking difficult. I know I've tried, but yeah, man, that was uh, that was the track "Iron Age of Devastation" off of the. Hey, hey, no, no. <laughs> My cat is swatting at my headphone cable. That's hey, a weird album name. Hey, stop being a bitch. No being a bitch. Um, the, that is the track Iron Age of Devastation off of the album Forked Tongues by Craven Idol. Yeah, this is this is a concept album, by the way. It's uh, I'm not going to sit here and explain it to you. You can go over to darkdescentrecords.bandcamp.com and uh, look up uh craven idols forked tongues album if you want to read about it it's it's interesting it has to do with greek mythology um yeah man this is i was actually excited about this when i heard it it's like do you you know how rare it is for me to get genuinely excited about an album god it's so rare Hmm. now it's your turn (laughs) (laughs) gonna bring it on over to me Mm -hmm. tom you know what to do I think this might be my favorite bring-in so far today. Oh, you mean just because it's fucking death metal? 
that also combines into like fucking nasty as hardcore. <laughs> you know, I was well, gonna say. I mean, I mean, I guess, but I was really just gonna say it's because it's good. One of the things I really appreciate about this, like, so you look at the fucking, you look at the cover, and there's a pretty classic, like, hardcore, like, crust-style font to the logo, yeah, I, I right? Was, like, I was gonna say, it's got, like, kind of that old-school, like, power violence. Yeah, it, it could it. be like, any of those yeah. things, and you're you're expecting something that really comes from a hardcore background, but I liked, like, even looking at the tags, that they're kind of embracing that they lean a little bit more into the metal side of things than they do the core side of things yeah, uh, I mean, while still I, keeping a very strong hardcore influence. I was going to say, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I was expect, I didn't look at the tags. So when I saw the cover and I saw the, the track title, uh, yes, I, I know, I know it should have tipped me off, but I was expecting something more along the lines of like crossed out, or infest which i mean would would not have been a bad thing in either in any way whatsoever like infest and crossed out are fucking awesome bands Fuck yeah. but you know it took took me a little by surprise i i will admit there's and i you know what i like i like being taken by surprise when it's in a good way also like the you know like morning blowjobs <laughs> there's also like there was moments in his vocal delivery that was reminding me of Ringworm, mm -hmm. which will always like, mm -hmm. like, yep, this is how we fucking do it. This is how you get it going. I could hear that. Yeah. But God, oh, when it, again, when you, you have that, like, that chuggy beginning ripping into death metal. And then once it started, like, slowing down, you're like, oh, here comes the violence. <laughs> <laughs> the power violence. No, oh. Not quite, but, you know. Yeah, I like this. So I'm gonna have to, you know what? I'm gonna wish list this. I'm gonna, you know what, Frank, you got me. I'm, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna listen to this whole thing. Got him. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to this, and I'm gonna listen to the whole Cave Bastard albums. Tonight. Nice. Look at you him. got me. He's in. He's happy, Sammy today. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's it's a it's a good day for recommendations. <laughs> so that was the track "Blood Birth" from Choking Sands off their 2019 release "Obsessed with Death." Yeah, they're coming out of uh, Washington D.C. Uh, if you want to get that, go on to chokingsands.bandcamp.com. Fucking nasty. Mm -hmm. All right. Wishlisted. That'll do it for me. All right. Well, you know how I do. Tom.
Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Every um, time on my charts. Every fucking time. If someone isn't at least this mean sometimes, I'm not comfortable around them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I also appreciate that it's just it's just about about the fucking mundanities of like shit like working a fucking retail job and going home and just being like fuck is this all there is yeah it's, just, it's uh, it that that existent that existential horror well there's present in the lyrics is just like oh it's crushing and the delivery it's it's something you don't hear as frequently these days but it's that sort of late 80s hardcore delivery where it's like Rather than the, the, the scream that's always kind of at one note, like it's this borderline spoken where like there's it's there, closer to like it's almost closer to like Paul Bearer from Sheer Terror. Where it's just like in, it, it really yeah. just sounds it really just sounds like an extremely pissed off and exasperated Rant. motherfucker who is just like done with everything. Just a, yeah, just a- I, I, quality city rant like you'll hear it yeah. you'll hear it, like it's it's like chromags or youth of today like just yeah a very distinct uh delivery and i'd love to hear more of that in in hardcore i just think yeah it's, it's you know especially over the really crunchy fucking like again kind of late 80s early 90s like hardcore sound um i, I mean again this is you know just just like craven idol like this is a band i feel who clearly understand their influences and what they're going for and it's like i i always appreciate that it's good it's very good yeah well that band is named scowl and that was the track retail hell off of their 2019 release reality after reality uh you can get over to scowl 831.bandcamp.com to check that out last last word on it is it's like it's funny because what you just said about the vocal stylings hits with me too and it's funny because when I came up, I thought that that used to be like the easy way out to kind of just say it and like whatever. And it's like, no, because I've seen it done badly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it does take a something, a little mm-hmm. something, something. Oh, God. Yeah. No, it, it, because it, it, it requires hitting like you have to be in a certain emotional state to yes. deliver that. Yes. Whereas like I feel like a, a scream, you can once you train your vocals to it, you can scream. Whereas that like when it's. It's like yelling at someone, right? Like yelling at someone when you're not angry at them. Try it. It's not, you're not going to have that same sort of like. You got to conjure the fire up. Yeah, this is, I mean, it could be delivered differently every time and still work. Yeah. As long as they're in that mindset, which uh, sounds exhausting. Exactly. (laughs) It's this look, man. I don't, I don't like being angry. It sucks. I would hate to be angry all the time, but. (laughs) Sometimes you just you just take you the cards be. you're dealt. <laughs> yeah, you have the cards. That, you know, man, you you play the hand that you fucking dealt. That's it. Well, sometimes uh, that's the that's the way she goes, as Ray from Trailer Park Boys used to say. It's the way of the road. Speaking, the way she goes, Ricky. It's the way she goes. Speaking of anger and fantastic influences, Oof. Tom. <laughs> I'm not gonna 
So uh, if you've never been to a live show, that's normally what it sounds like <laughs> normally I'm hesitant to bring in a cover from a band uh, because my my fear is that um, you know in doing a cover they're gonna lose some of a sound that's really gonna give a good indicator. Uh, that's not the case here. Um, Mangled State might have just done my favorite fucking negative approach cover ever. Uh, fan fucking tastic. I mean, they they that 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 noise is them. Uh, that's what you're gonna get a lot. Well, I can't even say a lot because the, the other than this, the longest track is 42 seconds. But <laughs> that's what you're gonna get. Uh, that's the way it should be. Yes. In this style, it's it's fast, it's angry, it's fucking noisy. It's it falls into that category of well, I'm looking. I was looking around Tom's room. It's like, ooh, there could be lots of holes in these walls right now. Like, <laughs> could make a big old mess in here. Well, yeah, mm. uh, that was Mangled State's cover of uh, Negative Approaches, Friend or Foe. It is the last track on their EP, Pain Incarnate. <laughs> Fucking damn. That's a good name. <laughs> and uh, you want to check that out, you can head over to youthattack.bandcamp.com. Highly recommend it. It'll take you less than fucking four minutes to listen to the whole thing. And uh, uh, you might hurt someone. I'm sorry. The, I, was about to, the, I was about to say, Phil, I feel like you've been on a youth attack kick lately. You know, I just I keep stumbling because my, my, my way of finding things is going through bands uh that i like and and especially if i'm in the mood for a certain sound and then digging through their supporters uh so i somehow keep circling back around to youth attack because i guess there's just a lot of uh i mean they're a fucking they're a phenomenal label too but i guess there's a lot of people who are just following them uh just kind of in that realm that i've been hovering in recently uh and i'm not mad at it i have to also say the go back to the phrase pain incarnate is just like <laughs> it's one of those things that you hear and you go yeah and you go and you say you're like oh oh that is i'm oh i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> yeah right it's uh yeah no it's a it's a heavy one for a really short release uh that will cost you all of three dollars uh it's fucking heavy very nice. Oh, uh, very nice. <clears throat> speaking of uh, kind of heavy things, oh. that brings us to a segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say a segment that makes me really sad. It's the brutal bruise. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the brutal bruise. And uh, man, um, ah, it's a shitty week last week. Yes. And uh, yeah, no shit. You know this one. Uh, this one. This one hit me particularly hard, but uh, Tom, roll it.
I love how Tom was like, no, both leads go in. Both leads go in. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> If there was oh. any chance of us not getting copyright stricken there. Cause... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> well, it was nice while it lasted. Oh, shit. Oh, this, uh, this is, uh, this one stung. This yeah. one really fucking stung. Boys. Well, we should mention, uh, that was the track Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers off of uh, ZZ Top's third album, uh, 1973's Trace Hombres. Oh, good shit. Uh, so for anyone uh, who somehow missed the news, uh, we lost Dusty Hill last week. The uh, band's bassist of 53 years. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. 72. Uh, not a bad run considering the lifestyle. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was gonna say it's, cra- it's it's crazy to think that Dusty Hill has been playing bass or had been playing bass in ZZ Top almost as long as both of my parents have been alive. Yeah, it it's insane, man. It's like oh, this, and this album in particular, man. Trace Trace Hombres is like, I mean this this is like this is a rock and this is like one of those rock and roll records to end rock and roll records. I mean, this is, uh, I mean, shit like this is the reason I could not give less of a fuck about Led Zeppelin. (laughs) Oh, dude. Fucking garbage. I I would quite like, look, put me on the record as say, as saying this right now, I would rather listen to trace Ombrace than anything Led Zeppelin have ever done. In fact, I would say this album alone is better than their entire output. I'm with you on all of that. Oh yeah, dude. All oh, also, I also I can't fucking stand Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I'll those. listen to both. <laughs> fuck those hands. The, the less the less I have to fucking listen to Robert Plant howl and fucking whine, I'm the better off I'll be. Jimmy Page writing songs about banging fourteen year olds. Fuck <laughs> out of here. Anyway, <laughs> back to the actually important thing is fucking ZZ Top, man. Oh, oh, you God mean the band it. with the band with actual style and identity? <laughs> I, I mean. In droves. I was gonna say, oh, if you yeah. got style, that is. Dude, you know what? In case anyone here hasn't seen it, go look up the uh, the guitar moves episode uh, with Billy Gibbons. Like, just listening to Billy Gibbons talk in that in that video, you're just like, this guy is the coolest motherfucker <laughs> of all time. It's just like he's that fucking drawl he's got where he's talking about. It's like, oh yeah, my. My, my Nana Stella, she used to take me down to the corner every week. We used to watch all the great musicians play down at the club. I saw B.B. King. I saw Little Richard. I saw all those guys. It's God, it's such a... He's, I, Led's, but not fuck Led Zeppelin. All right, all right, ZZ look, Top are yes. the coolest motherfuckers alive. Agreed. Uh, no, I mean, they, they got it. Uh, and oh, they got they it always till did. the fucking... Like, listen... Uh, First off, if the only shit you know from ZZ Top is the radio hits you've heard, uh, do yourself a favor and go back. Um, and that's not to diminish the fucking 80s records because those are fucking great, too. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, just, I'll fucking, I'll bump Sharp Dressed Man all fucking I was, day. Bro, I was just about to bro, say, like, Eliminate, Eliminator in its, in its entirety is a fucking... I have gotten drunk to that album multiple times. <laughs> I feel like if you go to a townie bar, that happens unintentionally. You're probably <laughs> just going to get drunk to eliminate. It. I was going to say, there's one of those, yeah. like, there's certain bands that you, when you hear the radio hits, that you're like, ugh. 
Like this was once like you hear me like fuck yeah. I Yo, don't. And like, they still got those fucking riffs. Like it's still mm-hmm. fucking hard. Hey, bro, also, it's simultaneously like, some of the cleanest and dirtiest shit ever recorded. Yes. Well, also it's like even on this album, the the big one everyone knows is Lagrange. Lagrange is a fucking great song. Mm-hmm. That is like a fucking ten out of ten song, man. It's like I love everything about that. Song. This whole album, like man, fucking. Jesus just left Chicago. Uh, Beer drinkers and Hellraisers. Bro, it would have. It would have been hard to choose a track. It would have been hard if not for the very segment <laughs> that, we're, that we're doing. Yeah. Terrible voices. Uh, <laughs> and you know the fact that uh, I, I felt that I feel I feel this is a perfect fucking intro. Like you know, it, maybe you haven't gone this far back in your history. Maybe you're kind of stuck in the realm of like you know i listen to metal but even if you're there uh you have to fucking love motorhead who i think kind of revitalized this song for a different community um but yeah i mean do yourself a fucking favor and go back and check all of this shit i also i always felt like a lot of the like uh the faster like your your motor punk and stuff like that like I feel like at the end of the day, the end goal is to play fast ZZ Top. Like, yeah, pretty much. I like, mean, didn't fucking didn't let me say something to that effect at one point. He probably pretty did. Like, much. I think so. <laughs> well, th- what I I think one thing I actually respect about ZZ Top is that ZZ Top were always completely and totally open about the fact that like, like oh yeah, like we we got our sound entirely from the old blues. Oh yeah, like, they're like yeah. We, are, we are. They're like yeah, we play rock and roll, but. You know, Billy and Dusty and you know, Billy and Dusty were just like, yeah, we, like we're we play blues basically. I, let me uh, let me also mention it now before this episode gets out and someone comments it back. I realize that I completely flopped on the chance to call it the brutal blues, <laughs> oh. uh, and I'm mad at that. But um. Yeah, man, I, I got the news about this, and I spent the entire night fucking slamming tequila and listening to fucking CZ Top. Dude, I I bought I bought a six pack of High Life Tall Boys, and I listened to Trace Hombres I think two or three times mm. in the span of that in the span of that day. I was like, fuck. Honestly, I, I can't s- do shit else today. I started there and just kept going through through albums until i was too drunk to uh to continue uh for a fucking tuesday but um yeah man uh it sucks it sucks to see characters uh that are this much larger than fucking life go uh people who have been you know uh not only a part of the scene ever since but you know just massively influential um i mean christ we already lost eddie van halen like less than six months ago (sighs) fuck man it's like now we got to deal with this too. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it sucks, and we're all gonna miss you. But uh, had to pair a beer with this. Yep. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't gonna bring in a fucking bottle of tequila on a Monday. My man, I uh, have to. I have to sincerely ask you, what what brew is this big, this bold, and this fucking brash? What 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 can stand up to trace ombres? You know what's interesting is uh, I I kind of decided against going with something like super bombastic as a beer. Um, as much as that may have been the sort of what you picked up from ZZ Top, it's also I mean these guys were just fucking 
they were dudes. They are music mm-hmm. for dudes. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, <laughs> They're they, they are like they are like Saturdays are for the boys the band. That's it, uh, and it's funny, man. I I've been I have been drinking this beer for weeks now. Uh, weeks. I understand why. Uh huh. Uh, honestly, man, it's it's so this particular brewery shows up at uh, one of the farmers markets near my house every weekend. And every weekend, I go straight to their fucking booth and I pick up a four pack of this. Uh, every weekend without fucking fail, I will do it again this weekend. Uh, and somehow they haven't noticed it yet. But what I'm what I'm pairing with this today? As you're walking up, oh, this fucking nerd. Every every week they're like, oh, do you want to sample something? I'm like, no, I just want a four pack. Of, like motherfucker, I know what I'm here for. But uh, coming out of fucking Hamilton, New Jersey, this is three threes and their uh, their beer pitter patter. Uh. Very, very clearly inspired by everyone's favorite Canadian farmers. Uh, if you don't know what I mean, after all that, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get them in potential legal trouble. But <laughs> there's a very clear inspiration here. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of nailed exactly what I was looking for. Uh, this is, you know, after a fucking, after a fucking hard day's worth of work, when you want to fucking let loose, you throw on some ZZ Top, you get yourself a nice fucking Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, that's good. It has very much become my kind of, um, just my go-to. Uh, just my, like, you know, what I keep in my fridge the way I used to, like, a lion's head or a fucking yingling, except uh, not as much of an alcoholic, so I can, you know, pick up a four-pack and have it last a couple <laughs> days uh, as opposed to a fucking 24-pack. Oh, what do you guys God. typically get? Out of Pilsner's, like a, I get like a heavy wheat. Yes, yes. No, I'm gonna no, no, be honest, wheat, man. Clean, the only thing, the only thing I ever buy Pilsner's. I'll say for, that's true for that. Yeah, the only thing I ever buy Pilsner's <laughs> for is to make black and tans. So, <laughs> I mean that. So I, I do feel. Uh, I, I mean, I feel you because I get it. Um, you know, and I think it's a shame. I think it's a beer style that has kind of been overshadowed for a long time. Um, Everything else is, I mean, everything else has gotten huge. And Pilsners, so many people are like, well, isn't like fucking, you know, isn't like fucking Miller a Pilsner? And it's like, yes, yes, it is. Like, the, your, most of your average fucking, um, you know, kind of basic tier beers uh, that people were drinking for years were Pilsners. Uh, a couple ales, a couple lagers, but. No, you're right, oh, though. Mostly Pilsners. Yeah, largely. It, it's a shame. I feel like in the same breath, like, this uh and english style bitters as well like yeah they don't get the like this is these are just like good clean crisp beers that like you should act like it's a good base yeah well and they they can be they can be elevated and i think the the you know i think three threes pitter patter um clearly illustrates that i'm sure i'm very sad that i missed out on the pilsner that you brought in last week uh but i'm sure that also it was in. It was the, one of the most insane pilsner. Like, it was a pilsner that was aggressive. Huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I mean, this isn't weak. This is no nice and full bodied. Uh, solid five point five percent. So, yeah, you can slam one of these down and still take your fucking hot rod out. Um. Just I'll don't say, slam I'll say this. I hate pilsners, but this has not been unenjoyable. Right. Like it's it's. 
Mike, it's unoffensive. Have, have you have you ever had a black and tan mic? Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, like that's that to me is like what pilsners are really for. You're right. I mean, pils pilsners on their own for me are just like you know whatever. But man, you mix me up a good black and tan. I'm like, oh, this this is what pilsners I feel are born for. Yeah, maybe maybe that's a little bit limiting of me, but it's like, it's just my taste. No, that's fair. I mean, the, it, the, it does have a nice mouthfeel. It is full yeah. bodied, right? Um, which you're lacking in a lot of pilsners. You absolutely well, yeah, are. Because <laughs> I like I like the rich, I like the rich bold flavor of porter mixed with that sort of crispness of pilsner. Sure. No, it's I sort, get it's that. sort of it's like it's the re, it's the same reason why I like a good like kind of a mild black IPA, which, by the way, black IPAs are something that should be bigger than they are. They'll get there. Same Don't worry. Weights, everything. Everything nice. takes a year or two to really nice. catch on. But uh, um, it's getting better. But uh, no, uh, like for me, this is like I, I fucking uh, I walk down to the farmer's market regardless of how fucking hot it is i pick up my fucking produce all that other shit i come back with my four pack and i start fucking <laughs> chopping up fucking veggies and shit and prepping meals for the week like i i'm legit doing chores while i'm drinking this and it's uh it's kind of fucking perfect this is and in the background there's a very real possibility i'm in, throwing on zz top in general <laughs> see i see I've, at my local farmer's market i've been mostly buying like produce and bread there's a same. bakery that sells same. pretty much liquid bread so, and bread in my fucking. It's amazing market. how much better chores and cooking becomes when you have a drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, you should you should only do chores when you're drunk. Like not even but like even cooking. Like it's just better if I have either I'm drinking a whiskey or I'm drinking a beer while I do it. Like yeah, because you think I don't you think a little less and you get a little more free with it. And my food usually turns out better. Honestly, see, I, I see, here's the thing. I don't like to drink when I cook because I'm like, I've, there've been a couple occasions where I've like fucked something up. So I don't like to take the risk, but when I do like chores, when I'm doing housework, I'll do that shit fucking blasted. <laughs> What's it? Like, um, I, I will be, I will be fucking shit house, just drunk off my tit, just drinking, just fucking uh, doing housework. Um, and I'll wake up the next morning hungover. I'll be like, I feel like shit, but God, my house looks fucking great. It's the, it's the, uh, like, he like, I'm sober enough to know what I'm doing, but drunk <laughs> enough to enjoy it. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, another nice thing, like by the time I'm finished with all that, I still got a couple of these bad boys left and transitioning over to sitting outside, smoking a <clears throat> uh, cigar. Uh, these pair very nicely. Um, but yeah, oh, damn it. that's kind of, that's kind of where, I, where my head was with the whole thing, man. Um, it's a great fucking summertime beer with a great fucking summertime band. Uh, one of the best, like one of the fucking best. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Just um, pour one out. Just everyone listening, just pour one out for a true fucking OG. Yeah. yeah and while we're at it, let's like, also say a little something, something for uh, uh, Joey, jo Jordison. Joey Jordison. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like I have not been a fan of, I have not been into Slipknot since I was like in high school, but I mean, I'd be lying still if I important. said that he wasn't a figure. No, in my, wait, in like on, my wait, developing wait, years. Wait and bleed still slaps. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, listen, man. I mean, it it uh, it skipped me. I mean, like I thought wait and bleed was catchy, but yeah. I like legitimately never got into it around that. I was more at the time. I was more caught up in fucking thrash. Um, you know, I, I lucked out and had some people introduce me to shit and kind of skipped a lot of that. But I'm I'm very well aware that, uh, you know, a lot of people I know and a lot of people on the scene 
their introduction to the heavier shit, like yeah. the, the crossover from like Lincoln Park to heavy shit, that was, was the fucking no- slipknot. That was the number, yeah. That was exactly mm-hmm. it. Yeah, their first DVD came out right, and you saw the everybody. VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw everybody <laughs> going nuts on stage. It, yeah, it opened my eyes a little bit. See, for for me, it was uh, Pantera's <laughs> three vulgar videos from Hell Comp. Dude, I, I wore the shit out of my copy of that back when I was in high school. I watched that shit all the fucking time. But yeah, uh, no, I mean, they were they were really important for a lot of people. And um, well, I think even the fans uh, were not necessarily crazy about where it where it went in the long run. Uh, and I mean, personally, I think Corey Taylor is the biggest fucking hand job. <laughs> Um, oh, that dude! That dude sucks. <laughs> he really he's fucking, fucking blew. We still like he's fucking terrible. <laughs> Joey George was a fantastic drummer. Yeah, like, he was. Oh, Goddamn. Yeah. Like, yeah. Although I will say though, um, one thing that actually did age surprisingly well was their Slipknot's like independent debut with their original vocalist. Oh, it's like the Kill Repeat. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's weirdly almost like. It's almost experimental at oh, points. It's yeah. got it's got like this it's got like this Mr. Bungle meets suffocation feel to a lot of it. Oh, and the yeah. the a lot of the lyrics border on being like surreal and just it's more bizarre than I was expecting. Because I went back and I listened to that <laughs> again like a year ago just to see and I'm like, this is like really kind of strange at points it's it's an interest it's an interesting album that you know if you've never heard it before go check it out it's uh it's it's like a peek into a into a world where slipknot could have been like honestly kind of better than they ended up being self transition from where we are to where we're going um yeah well you mentioned mr bungle um love mr. before bungle. we uh before we get out of this because i never quite yeah. wrapped it up uh and i should do yourself a fucking favor uh if you're in the area uh, check out this brewery anyway, but uh, three threes pitter patter. Grab a four pack, throw on ZZ Tops, Trace Ombrace, uh, or fucking whoever the fuck you're mourning. Uh, I mean, we've lost a lot this year, but pick yeah. up your fucking alcohol of choice and uh, appreciate that that we've gained from those we've lost. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well said. Here, here. Swig to that. Um,. You mentioned Mr. Bungle, Mike Patton. Um, Tomahawk Ooh. just released an album. Oh, you're a fan of Tomahawk, go check that out. <laughs> and also, Sam, I wanted to ask you, um, since ask you're me. since you're the Mr. Bolt thrower in the room, uh, sure. did you know <laughs> did you know that they uh, some members formed a new band called like Memoriam or something like that? Um, I think I might have heard something about that, but I I'll don't think I later. ever. I I don't think I followed it up. No. Okay. All right, um, and moving into the post bits, we do have one pretty exciting little announcement. Little, I saw this. I know. <laughs> uh, and they're on a, a new label, Unique Leader. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That makes sense for them. It does make sense. So uh, Hometown Heroes Cognitive uh, released Malvolent Thoughts of a Hastened Extinction, and we're going to take a bit of a listen to ENIAC. I think, it, I think it's ENIAC. 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 Tom?
God. Those G th- uh, chugs. <laughs> yeah, the, as, it's real good. They will always maintain, like, the as crazy as the, the riffing might be and whatnot, like, they'll always keep the groove. Yeah. It... Everything that they play is always going to have this fucking catchiness to it. God damn it. I, it's, it's well outside of the style of what you'll generally catch me listening to, but it fucking, it, it fucking hooked me. It's, it, this album's real good. Um, I don't know when their last w- release was. I think it was a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, this is absolutely worth uh, new fans, old fans, peep this. It's, uh, again, unique leaderrecords.bandcamp.com to check it out. Uh, it was released July 16th and they are from New Jersey. I was going to say the first time that I ever heard them was actually at Harper's. Yeah? Really? Yeah. It, it wasn't with us. Though. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Because I know we saw them all together one time. It's, uh, I also got to add there are very few things that I find more comforting than the old school sound of a modem connecting to the internet <laughs> I know right uh, the nostalgia <laughs> is ridiculous <sighs> yeah, it's, oh, wow. it's, it's real good um, that's a that might be the only uh, post brew news but that's good news it is yeah. good news yeah I mean I, I, I was probably honestly last week I glanced at the emails and shit um you know, there's stuff, but this was fun, so mm-hmm. I brought this in. Look, there's all kinds of shit that we've been doing a horrible job of keeping up with, and I apologize <laughs> entirely. I mean, there's new uh, employed to serve just dropped a new fucking single. Oh, really? We're not fucking talking about God it. Damn How it. horrific is Tom, that? How'd you let um, us do this? Long, long, long time, like a, a band that you know Huge we, we've been following for fucking years yeah. i was getting their shit shipped here before they had a u.s store and paying out the ass for it like <laughs> fucking uh th- there's a ton of shit going on and it's it's fantastic to see the scene kind of exploding again yeah uh, it's so fucking you know it's great how it held up uh through the pandemic and uh let's hope it keeps fucking going this way but uh anyway we'll we'll get better we'll get better at doing this again this is uh this is we're we're coming back to this too. I mean for a long time there was very little post segment because nothing was really happening. That's yeah. true. Few releases, but you know. We used to do fucking tour announcements constantly. We'll oh, get back true. to it. Yeah. We will get back to it. Uh but fuck it. That's gonna do it for us here at From the Pit. Let me mm-hmm. remind everyone you can head over to fthepit.com for all of your from the pit needs, links to all of the episodes, all of the social media. Uh, all of the things, all of the places you can come yell at us, come fucking say whatever dumb shit you want to us, uh, send Tom dick pics. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, do that. Uh, he loves it. <laughs> he'll, he'll rate them. He'll give you a one to ten, uh, scale of one to ten rating if you're, if you're not. Yeah, Tom's, we'll, doing, Tom's doing cock ratings? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll make, we'll make an entire Rod room. Ratings. Listen, <laughs> we'll make an entire room on fucking, uh, hmm, trying to think of a good way to put it. From the prick. <laughs> <laughs> From mm. the dick. From the dick. From the dick. Yeah, uh, we'll call it... Uh, ah, fuck it. I don't have anything good right now. But we'll do it. We'll do it. If you if you show up on the Discord and request it, we'll make that fucking room for you. You won't ever catch me in there, but yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will blow Tom. Actually, you know what? You will, because I'll go in there, and if Tom doesn't go in the Discord... I'll fucking take pictures and send them to him directly. <laughs> you can be the cockasaur. 
<laughs> so uh, there you go. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, rate and review. Leave a five star because why the fuck not? No matter what you're listening on, uh, download the episodes and please, for the love of God, subscribe. That's a again. I, I'll never understand. Not that's the the whole way that I add podcasts to my podcast app. I feel like if you're subscribe, it's a strange that, thing not to do. If you listen to it or you watch it, like same with YouTube, it's like, oh, this is awesome. The Hit me- that subscribe button, the like me- yeah. the meat magistrate. <laughs> God damn it! That's where I'm. That's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, we're also know what we're doing after this episode. We're recording a bonus episode. We're doing we it. Oh, we're yeah. finally doing it. We're finally doing it, and we're gonna we're gonna try to fit in a couple more this week and fill that backlog a little bit, and then uh, catch up and move forward with it. So we owe you guys that. We apologize. Uh, Yep. But you know, fuck it, life Apologize. happens. We're uh, we're old and lazy, so you know, cut us a break. Yeah, it happens. Anyway, I'm done. Well, good night, ladies. <laughs>